Hello, I am Ash Anthony. I'm the host. Nay, I am your host. It's personal here. I am your host of pulling myself up by the bra straps. We talk about getting yourself up out of the gutter. Sometimes making the gutter a little cozy because you know you're not going to get out of it anytime soon, but we're working on the pulling. And the funny shit that happens when you when you have to experience that and along the way. I am so glad that you're here. Honored, in fact, that you chose this podcast to listen to. So let's get right the fuck into it. Happy fucking Friday, friends and folk. We made it. So glad you're here. So I was trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about this week because as we all know in episode one, I talk about how it's just hard to know the right breakdown, right, of which episodes you talk about, how you decide, episode flow, all of that jazz. And the song came on, Shutter Island by Jesse Reyes. I guess you Okay, so if you haven't heard that song, you really need to listen to it. It's a pretty good song. Just trust me. But it's also pretty formative for me. I highly doubt that Jesse Reyes, who wrote that song, thought that it would be formative for someone like me, but it was. Um, And so I'm sure that you're like, why is this song so important? It's, you know, it's just a fun song. Uh, But to me, this song is like the song that I attach to the time when I chose to lose my mom. I know, shit just got real deep. Deep as the Marina Trench. But truthfully, like the song came on and I was listening to it. The second time I was listening to it, the first time I just like belted it out because that's who I am as a person. But the second time I was listening to it and thinking and really realized that that this notion of pulling myself up by the bra straps consciously started in that moment when I chose to lose my mom. I think the notion that I pulled pulling myself up by the bra straps kind of came even before this, like when I was younger, but consciously having to be like, fuck, we are pulling our asses out of a fucking gutter by ourselves happened in this like period of my life when this song came on. And I'm like, if we're going to do this, if you and I here together are going to do this, we got to start somewhere and it's got to be here. And this honestly isn't even really just about moms. Like I'm sure that you're already in this and it's a couple minutes in and you're hearing that this is about choosing to lose your mom and you're probably close to shutting it off. And that's fine if you do fully support you in all your decisions. But this really isn't even about that. This has to do with so much more than that. It's really honestly about making a choice to leave something that is or should be bringing you joy, bringing you support, bringing you goodness, whatever you want to say, while also completely tearing you down as a human being. So that could be so many things. For me, that started as my mom. But first, Let's talk about this damn song. (laughs) Why does this song have so much power over me? What the hell am I talking about? Honestly, I think it's because at the time I was working in fashion. 
I was a stylist at a company called Trunk Club, RIP, never forget. But I was selling luxury clothes and also custom suits. And I truthfully loved every fucking minute of all of that job, especially the in-person appointments that I got to do with my clients. I was just fucking be the fuck bop. And I loved every second of it. I was by no means the top salesperson. But I did think that the custom suiting world was like fucking fire. I just was obsessed. And when we did custom, I did it with my girl, Kelsey. Kelsey, if you're listening, I love you. I mean it. It was like a little mini design session. I was getting to help my client feel really confident in what they were making. Kelsey was like whipping shit up. It was absolutely buck wild. I loved every second of it. And the majority of everything that happened when I chose to lose my mom happened while I was at Trunk Club. So this song being about your custom straight jacket and me being in fashion, selling luxury shit and custom shit and also having all this happen while I was at Trunk Club, it just made sense for this song to be that song. So it was impactful. I can't say anything else except that. So it was a formative time. But the most impactful thing that really, I think, like made me turn into this song and the reason why I'm kind of talking about it here is because originally I didn't really kind of go inward into myself about this situation with my mom. I didn't realize that there needed to be shame attached to this until this very specific situation happened at work one day that made me realize I was fucking solo. So I was, like I said, been doing all of this stuff while I was at Trunk Club. I had been actively trying to set boundaries with my mom and she continued to break past them. I was really struggling with this. And I didn't really understand, like I said, that this was abnormal, that other people didn't have to go through this, that I was alone, that I should be shameful about this. And so I had been talking with people at work about it. And I will never forget that one day I was getting to the end of the journey in boundary setting with my mom and was essentially getting to the point that I was like, this is the time that I'm, if she keeps breaking these boundaries, I'm going to have to cut her out of my life. And I was sharing this with a friend and she looked me dead in the eyes and she said, I don't know if I could be friends with you if you cut off your mom. I don't know if I could be friends with anyone if they cut off their mom. I have never been stopped dead in my tracks so hard. I was honestly shook to my fucking core. And I was like, what do you mean? I mean, you've seen seen this. You've seen what she's done to me. I've told you about everything recently, let alone the things that she did and allowed to happen to me when I was a kid. I mean, how could you possibly think that it's okay for me to stay in this environment? And she said, well, I just don't know if I could be friends with someone that isn't family focused. It doesn't stick around for their family. Once that happened, I realized, fuck, we're we're solo here. You got to do this on your own, babe. There's no real wholehearted support here. I mean, people were actively trying to be nice to me. And even if they weren't going as far as to say, I can't have you in my life because you're removing your mother from yours, they don't really understand it. They they don't get it. 
unless you've actively chosen to remove something that is so incredibly important to you, whether that's your mom, your dad, a family member, your job that you thought was going to be your life's career, your partner, your life, whatever, it doesn't matter. Whenever you remove something that you do love and do care about and know is supposed to bring you joy, they don't understand how you could do that unless they've been there. And at that time, there really was nothing out there. I mean, I Googled to my heart's content and there wasn't anybody that could share a personal story. There weren't people that were talking about this on a large platform. Even now, there's a little bit on TikTok and a little bit on Instagram. There's a handful of books, but honestly, those could use some editing. And I just don't think that at the time I realized that that was because there is so much shame attached around this idea of removing something from your life by choice. You're not losing it because it was taken from you. You're losing it because you're choosing to for the betterment of yourself. So all of this, all of this memory and all of this situation kind of hit me when this song came on, driving to work, thinking about this podcast. And I was like, well, this is fucking it. This is where the podcast starts. I was confused on where the podcast started. This is the start of it. I didn't get to the things that made me realize I had to pull myself up out of the gutter, that I had to pull myself up by the bra straps until I cut off my mom. I didn't go through some of the shit that I now look back on fondly and laugh about that I will talk about on this podcast until I cut off my mom. It was all after. Now, there's some childhood trauma that we can review if you'd really like to, but I think that at that point you'd need to be a therapist and I pay you $150 an hour. But everything else started here. And in that moment, I realized I could be the person that 2017 me needed, that 2017 me sitting at the lunch table in this giant office in Chinatown, Washington, D.C., convinced I was completely and utterly alone in the sense that no one understood what the fuck I was going through. And maybe I was fucking crazy. I did need a custom straitjacket because I was cutting off the person that was supposed to be there for the rest of my life, or at least I was supposed to be there for the rest of theirs. And while my story, like I said, is about my mom, the choice to lose, aka remove someone, The choice to lose someone that you love is never, ever fucking easy. It is a conscious decision that has to be made every single day. It can apply to anyone and anything. It could be your spouse. It could be your 10-year partner. It could be a lifelong friend that you have tattooed on your body. It could be a career that you thought that you were going to do until you retired in your 70s. It could be a different family member. It can be literally anything. It comes down to processing the sadness that you are allowed to feel when you remove something from your life that you loved, but was actually just fucking you up. And to others that haven't been through that, to people that have not experienced that in any way, shape, or form, honestly cannot comprehend it. There's just no way. Even in the space where I left my toxic job, that job was beyond toxic. There is no doubt about it. 
But I loved every fucking minute of my job, every fucking second of my physical duties when I was doing the things that I was supposed to be doing, I loved. And I sobbed for months when I left that job. And unless you had been through it, you didn't get it. Because you can love every fucking ounce of that person or that thing or that job or that unit or that relationship with every part of your soul and want it to be healthy. Or you can even love the idea of that unit, of that person, of that career, of that job, of that relationship, whatever. You can love the idea of it and it still doesn't mean that you are going to be okay in it. And so to others, like I said, it's like, well, well, they chose to do that. They chose to leave. They chose to cut them off. Why are they so torn up about it? They don't have any right to be that other person, that other job, that other house, that partner, that parent. They're the ones that lost something. So here we are. Because I do get it. I know that that's not what's happening. The other person can feel all they want to feel. That job can feel all they want to feel. That person in a partnership can feel what they want to feel. But you, the person that chose to lose something, that is way more fucking powerful to me and way more fucking alone. So here we are. We are officially, I'm marking this as the start of pulling myself up by the bra straps because this is what started this. And to do so, here are three things that I wish someone had said to me when I chose to lose my mom. Three things I truly believe that anybody could have said to me and three things that I would actively say to someone if they were choosing to lose their mom or their family or their career or their partner or their anything. And if you are a person that has never been through any of this before I get into these three things, if you're a person that's never been into any of this and you've listened this far, I have an inkling that you might have a person in your life that you're thinking about that might be going through this or might go through this soon. Steal these three things. You don't have to know how to solve the problem. You don't have to know how to do all of the things for them, but you can say one or two or all three of these things and just be that one silo of hope for them, okay? So here we go. We got three things. Number one, the universe is not going to smite you or or knock you down or give you all the bad luck on, on earth for doing what you need to do for yourself. I wholeheartedly can say this with gumption, speaking from experience and knowing other people that have gone through this, telling me they felt this. Going through something like this, where you are choosing to lose something, you feel the entire time that there is a wrong and a right way to do it. That you might be making the quote wrong decision. That you might be going the wrong direction that maybe you are crazy, that you do need your custom straight jacket with diamonds and rubies. But I can fucking assure you that there is no right or wrong way to leave. The only thing that matters is doing what you have to do, what you have to do. If you need to walk the fuck out of the door of the toxic job, then do it. If you need to set boundaries with your parents for two years before you leave to make sure that they really aren't going to listen, then do it. If you need to leave your partnership and go to therapy and then come back, 
do it. There is no manual. There is not a right way. There is not a wrong way. You have to do what you have to do. In any unsafe or toxic situation, that is the only thing that fucking matters. Any human tells you otherwise, fuck them. And you can play this on repeat, baby, because that is the one that is number one in my whole heart and soul that I wished every day someone would tell me. So I'm telling it to you. Or you are telling this to one of your friends and I can assure you it will make them feel better, but you might have to say it about a hundred times. Number two, you don't have to do this cold turkey. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. There's this notion when I talk about the fact that I've cut my mom out or rather my entire family unit at this point, there's this notion that they assume that one day I woke up and said, sayonara, no more. <laughs> so excited and never looked back. None of that is true. Not a single ounce of that is true. It took 18 years of fighting with my mother, abuse, turmoil, and all sorts of things. And then eventually getting into a space that I was seeing other people with their parents to realize that something was wrong. And we were the outliers. It took an additional two years, so now we're at 20 years, to realize we had to fix it. Or I had I was going to have to get out. Like the, There was no option. It was either that we solve this issue or I have to leave. And then it took another two years. Now we're at like 21 and a half to 22 years of nonstop boundary breaking. I was setting boundaries over and over and over, starting super small and having to build up every time that she broke them and getting heartbroken every time because it just proved that there was, I was essentially putting myself through this because I couldn't just leave cold turkey. But furthermore, there were a handful of times I gave in afterwards. I didn't just leave and clap my hands and wipe them off. No big deal. I went back. I let her talk to me. I answered her texts. I tried and asked for help. I gave her another chance. It was not a one-size-fits-all for me, and it's not a one-size-fits-all for you. It doesn't matter what happens. It matters that you were consistently listening to yourself. This is how I did it. If you want to cut cold turkey, do it, baby. But it doesn't have to happen that way. If you want to do it over two years instead of me doing it over you know, four to five years once I realized, then do it. You don't have to completely cut cold turkey or you can. It's not a one size fits all and no one can tell you what the right size is. Third, you're allowed to be sad and you're allowed to miss them. I don't really give a flying hoot how much somebody else tells you, well, you're better off without them. Fuck that. It doesn't matter how much they fucked you up. It doesn't matter how much they did to you. You are allowed to miss them. You are allowed to miss the idea of them. You are allowed to miss the person, the job, the partnership, the relationship, and you're allowed to miss the idea of the person, the job, the relationship. So you're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to lean into it. In fact, I highly, highly encourage it. Lastly, this is an extra bonus one. <laughs> you got to find what works for you. 
you got to find what works to get through it and you got to find what works to keep you through it. I am now at 26 years old. I cut my mom off when I was about 21 and a half, almost 22. I am now so lucky to have the best chosen family. I have a group of humans that like have my back. They love me harder than any blood relative ever has. But in the start of things, I didn't have that. I was completely and utterly alone. I spent my 22nd year of life doing things completely alone. I didn't really go out and I volunteered on the weekends, but otherwise I ate pizza with my dog and spent holidays by myself. And so the only thing that I could do to get through that was I kept myself busy. I worked a lot of side hustles. I listened to a shit ton of music and walked my dog. I have never walked so many miles in that year of my life. I volunteered, find out what I liked again without my mom. You have to find out what works. Those are just examples of what worked for me. It can be literally anything for you. Hence, that's why I have a song that came on randomly in the car and spurred me to make an entire podcast about this. So if you're listening to this and you're in the boat of having just chosen to lose someone or something, I hope that this helped. For those of you that listened and haven't had to make this choice, I hope that you can kind of pull something from this. And thirdly, if you are someone that has been on the other side of this, someone chose to lose you, I hope that you can listen to this and realize that it wasn't just for fun. They do probably miss you. And I hope you do better. I will always be in shock that a song called Shutter Island, which also just makes me think of a horror movie, a song called Shutter Island by Jesse Reyes brought us here. But I'm glad it did because I really wholeheartedly, as I've said probably four times in this episode, think that this is where the start of pulling myself up by the bra straps came from. I pulled myself up by the bra straps by myself to get my ass out of a toxic space, to help myself find a future I had no fucking idea existed. And I wholeheartedly agree and wholeheartedly think that anybody can do that. But sometimes it helps to know that you're not alone. If you have any thoughts on any of this, good or bad, you want to hear more, you have a completely different topic you'd like me to talk about. You would like me to never speak about anything so heavy ever again. You can message me on Instagram. I would be honored to hear from you. If you're sassy to me, I might not be so honored, but I would be honored to hear from you. Thank you so much for being here. I love you so much for sticking through this long. Hopefully you gained something. Even if you didn't, I'm still glad you came. And I cannot wait for you to listen to our next episode. This is Ash from Pulling Myself Up by the Bra Straps. I love you so much. Mm-hmm.